I'm such a dad. I'm like, Yo, I will hey, not. Take I will it a step not further, Flim. Take yeah. it a step further. I'm Tell him you'll beat him in a three-point shootout. Tell him you'll beat him in a three-point shootout. I would. Tell it's him. not even close. Right now. Tell, tell him. Hello, Flemo. You guessed it. Another week without beep. Potentially the laziest person that we've ever done a podcast with. And that's saying a lot because Lord knows we have done some podcasts with some lazy people. Uh, I don't know when well, he'll be back. Summer. Oh, it is summer. I thought it's he vacationing left. Vacationing, like, probably. Okay. I thought he was like raging that I quit Twitter. I thought he'd be back this week. Because he left the day I said I wasn't going to tweet, and he hasn't been back since. But you, summer vacation makes a little more sense than him being concerned with my Twitter content. <laughs> it's it ate him alive. He couldn't bear to be here because you're off Twitter. Exactly. It's. I mean, honestly, I feel like everybody probably felt that way. Welcome to post post game. We have Capo who's sitting there. I, I, I'm a little nervous because not just because you're hiding in the dark with just your eyes, Mr. Wilson style uh, visible, but you were so quiet throughout just small talk before we set this off that are you okay? You doing all right? And I'll get to it. Like, uh, if you know what, that'd be rude to ask you and then keep introducing you doing okay. Well, I was talking until you joined and then I stopped. I was just, you know, just clearing out a little bit. And, um, Oh, wow. That's a sign of a bad leader. Uh, not that I am y'all's leader, but geez, I didn't mean to instill <laughs> fear in the ability to communicate with us. Pam, you are on a porch that is, and that seems like a very weird thing to just state, but you were like, oh, is this <laughs> one of those out, outback porches that's like enclosed? Um, it's not. I just have my dad put uh, the screens down because the that. sun was making it super hot on the porch and nobody bothered to put them back up when the sun set. I'm at my parents in Beaumont, Texas this week. Beaumont, Texas. Is there a place in America that sounds more like its name than Beaumont, Texas? Because Beaumont, Texas is exactly what you picture Beaumont, Texas is. It absolutely is. Oh, remind me to drop the picture of Big Perk's house in the chat later. I made a point of driving past Big Perk's house to get a picture today because i'm a stalker weirdo and my (laughs) child one of my children was in the car with me and she was like i don't even know who that is why would you take a picture of his house rachel (laughs) yeah kendrick perkins christmas limited fake rachel thank you pam yeah yeah Yeah. nobody got my nobody got my chris cody limited fake of kendrick perkins (laughs) saying rachel 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 What's the other one that he has a shirt of? Uh, the name that he couldn't pronounce. Moses mm. Moody. Moses M- Moses Moody Moody Moses. Kirk. <laughs> Where's Kirk? Shout out Chris Cody. Who? Uh, man, Chris Cody. And this is like an aside. I didn't really expect to go here. He what he did last week on the local hour when Stu Gotts was actually upset and visibly upset. It's the rare time I went looking for the YouTube video. As soon as I heard it, like I need to see this. Mm-hmm. Did y'all do the same? Oh yeah. Yeah. It was reality it was TV. Yeah. It, it wasn't a bit. Yeah, I don't I think. What was that? Kepler? I was watching live. 
Gotta watch oh. it live. I was gonna go there. I assumed that you were, but I can't. You can't. Gotta watch it live. We have different schedules. But thank you for shaming us. <laughs> so. <laughs> How dare I be at work when it was live? <laughs> it was so uncomfortable. And then when he jumped in with the kicker names and he's like, while we're airing grievances, I, I just knew I was like, thank you. Like what a clutch way to turn this into like content without even going back into. Cause I think, and let me be clear, I'm not here to tell Dan how to be personal on the mic. Them doing that's what makes us love them is knowing everything about them. But man, I could tell, like, I don't know if this is the way this conversation should go. But mm-hmm. then again, Capo scared the talk when I enter a chat. So I can't speak about leadership <laughs> or direction of teamwork, but Chris Cody, this, and that's not even a topic. We'll move on. That's just clutch as hell. So I have speaking of Chris Cody though, and we're going to get to whatever topics that you all have. And again, I'm unorganized because beep lazy. Uh, I actually have something since we are airing grievances, not airing grievances. I have something that uh, me and beep shared an experience this weekend for the second time. I think I was a super jerk and I, like, I'd say like fifth time, but second time for this reason. But anyways, mm-hmm. I want to do a bit and I'm going to actually explain the bit here to see if y'all think we should do it or y'all think we should just like DM Chris or the show and say, y'all should do this. So whenever there's not a back in my day, since Greg actually had one, should we punish him by going and finding an article he wrote and we call it a back in my day, we'll come up with the title and we just criticize what he wrote that was wrong from 20 years ago. And so anytime he doesn't do a back in my day, we find an article that's just shamefully incorrect. Basically, cold takes exposed, but cold... I don't know what you call news article, old, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Old takes exposed. Old, articles, oh! yeah. old takes exposed. So are y'all down for this? And the only reason I thought about outsourcing, not outsourcing it to the show. Yeah. Outsourcing it to the 50 billion, $50 million show. The only reason I thought about telling it to the show is I don't trust anybody here. The same way the show can't do like something, a professional level without it falling apart. We can't do the bare minimum. So I think it's a great idea, but I feel like, I can't trust anybody but Beep and he's not here to like go find the articles and scour them. And it's probably not Beep's job. He's probably, if he hears this, like, mother I edit your annoying voice for two hours every week. The least you can do is find an article. You have Google. Anyways, uh, two thumbs up, Cisco and Ebert. What are we doing here? Any? Do we like the idea? Do we think it's too yeah. much work? I like the name Old Columns Criticized, OCC. And we should integrate Old it. We should kind of... We should kind of do our own thing, but kind of get, you know, pitch it to the show and let them kind of like run with it. But we kind of do like our own little thing in the shadows. No, uh, I, I think it's one or the other. I Sorry, love man. it. I think it's fantastic. However, comma, I do see where we will fail because each one of us um, has great intentions most of the time. And each one of us, um, fails to follow through on said intentions 90% of the time. To be clear, I very rarely have good intentions. Uh, Typically I come up with ideas that I think somebody here will fail miserably at, and then say, you should try it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Capo, I think you do everything in the shadows based on the way your video is appearing right now. uh, It it looks like the Blair Witch Project. Uh, I love Pam admitting to being as much of an asshole as me in the chat, but on microphone being like, you all have well intentions, good intentions. So I think we do it. <laughs> Let's, you know what, Cap- Capo, and I'm not tasking you, like, we're going to, we're going to talk, we're going to move on topics, but well, I don't know why I'm just Capo, maybe I should do it. 
Capo, can you see if you can find an article before the end of this that is just absurdly or should, I mean, I know there's the famous one, right? Get rid of Dan Marino. Yeah. Uh, but like, I'm just curious. So anyways, Capo, if you can. Um, hey, Sammy. Hey, so two things, Pam, actually, since we're here while uh, Capo is doing the research. Um, he told his teacher, Lorena told me this, not even him, that he was telling his teachers like that he was leaving. He's going to a different schoolhouse in 30 days. And they're like, oh, my God, we love it so much. He always tells us random things about people y'all know and how Pam's tree flew off and went into somebody's house. And I'm like, he was telling his teacher and my wife didn't even know that your tree fell off and went into your house. He just heard me talking about it here. And um, so then earlier, I can't send the video because it was during bad time, but uh, I'll get the audio cut up for you. I was trying to we were teaching his toys. We have to teach them something in bath time now. We taught him about density. Right. Yeah. And why things flow. And then we taught him about our podcast. And the only name he could tell his toys that we do a podcast with was Pim. I legitimately was like, come on, you know, at least one. And I was going to give like a pass for beat because he hasn't been here in fucking two months. But I was like, Capo says hi all the time. You say, what's up, Capo? You say, what's up, Pot? Nothing. You didn't mention Stupak or Capo, did you? Oh, right. Sammy, you're my favorite too. Just so you know. <laughs> she said that you're her favorite too. Okay. All right. Can you close that door? Love you. You can stay in here. Just close the door so I don't hear that damn baby. Uh, baby turns num- baby turns one tomorrow. So great transition. <laughs> this is baby. a great transition. Is my baby turning one? I need to know how to handle being a horrible, horrible associate. Uh, I don't consider myself friends with Beep. I consider myself an associate. So Beep, do y'all recall a few months ago, and I don't think the listeners will. So about six, seven months ago, maybe I, and this, whatever it was, it was actually probably longer than that because it was while I was still traveling for work. I remember it being in a hotel and Beep said, I'll see you this weekend. And I looked in the camera with, oh my God, what am I supposed to be at? He had yep. sent my, so what happened there is he sent a birthday invitation to Samuel, Bubba, and it said Sammy, just like every other birthday invitation. We actually did not go, never put it on the calendar. We didn't know it was from Beep. When I say we, my wife had zero reason to. Uh, when I say I, I just saw a birthday card and left it on the kitchen counter for my wife to read. Like, I guess we're getting invited somewhere. Completely forgot Beep had given me a text heads up like a week or two before. And when we saw the birthday card, even funnier, we were actually upset thinking that a parent was able to call the school and get our address to send invitations versus like at daycare, you just give it to the kids, right? So Mm -hmm. we spent a week upset at these parents that don't exist that we believed were parents of kids at Sammy's daycare, thinking they somehow got our address. Instead, we just dismissed beeps. That was number one. Now, to be fair, beep can explain this whenever he returns i went to like two or three other events say two other events at his house so i don't completely ignore invitations primarily just those that's surrounded by kids birthdays just ones where i guess yeah well i actually i gifted uh you know the bottle that mike ryan talked about decoy uh or duck creek so it was duck creek that he talked about i'm not spending mike ryan money so i got a bottle of decoy which is from the same winery uh for them when I went there for Thanksgiving or something. We went there for two holidays. I think one was Christmas, one was Thanksgiving. And the one for Christmas, we were supposed to take the family. It's weird for me just to go to his house for Christmas. Anyways, uh, I don't need to explain why, just, you know, sick kids, whatnot. So this weekend, uh, I had text Beep 
hey, what do you think about this idea? And I just sent him a random idea. And he responded. It has legs, which basically lets me know that he thinks the same thing I do. We're not going to do shit. Why are you even texting me ideas for content? And then I text him something else. Forget what I text him. And then he replies, is this your way of apologizing for not coming to my kid's birthday today? I had zero clue it was Beep's birthday Saturday. And I don't know how old this child is. Although if there's an invitation here again, I assume he's like, she's like two, but I don't know. So I'm going to have to get a gift for a two-year-old. Meanwhile, my best friend, his son turns six tomorrow. Uh, Yeah, six tomorrow. And I cannot go, or six on Friday. His birthday party is Saturday. I can't go there because my son happened to be born tomorrow. So we now have dueling birthday parties. A couple of things I want to do here. Nobody really cares about that second part, but I do have two things that they are content. One, do I owe a gift to make it up to Beep or does Beep know it will be insincere? And I'm just buying not even his child's love because his child will probably never know who I am. But I think the gift is the right way to do it, right? And two... If you had a dueling birthday with your actual best friend, how would you, would you actually try to find a way to do it? Or is it like for the rest of your life, it's like, look, man, we're, we're, we're not coexisting for either of our kids' birthdays. His son was born four years, five years before Gavin. So I think he has the right and Gavin can figure out his birthday situation on his own, which is my baby. But how would you do it? Well, and answer beeps. Answer my question for beep too, because I need to know if I need to buy a gift for this baby or not. You absolutely owe beep beeps child a gift, and it's got to be a good one. Like, because now you've screwed said child over twice um, on birthday parties. Oh wait, was this a year ago? Was it the same baby, or was it like I thought for some reason it was his older daughter? Or you don't oh, know. So- You've screwed two, both of his kids over once each, maybe. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you definitely owe equality, a, a nice gift, whatever. Um, I would reach out to Mrs. Beep and find out what Beep 2 wanted and didn't get, and you better purchase it. One, two, um, have you and your best friend considered? The combined birthday party, because we all know birthday parties are really for the parents. They're not, especially when they're one. Kids don't remember, nor do they care. I Um, agree. Hello. One second. Sorry. Who is this? This is Vivian. Hello, Vivian. Nice to meet you. My name is Flem. I'm sorry I have to say that on this podcast, but nice to meet you. Hello. My middle darling. Um. So maybe a combined party since it's really for the adults. I have to admit something right now. That was Vivian, your daughter. And I should know the name Vivian because I know your daughter's names. The angle it's at, Vivian looked like an older lady. And I thought your mom came to the camera. Oh, And so that's why I was talking in such a way that I was trying to like speak to an 80 year old woman. And yeah. Um, So to be fair, Vivian just woke up like for the day. Um, it is 8.21 p.m. Central Standard Time. Vivian out of bed um, because she's been playing Minecraft oh. all night um, with her cousin. So um, she does look like an 80-year-old. Uh, yeah. I, 
Yeah. I'm sorry. I wasn't trying to shame your daughter. I just was explaining why I talked to your daughter as if it's the first time I've heard of her existence. Well, and you even share a, you share a birthday with her. I do. I do. Birthdays for birthdays for kids. Get over yourselves. So, all right. So one, you think I owe beep a present for both children, both children, both. Yeah. I just, yeah. All right. And so do you think like, can I do like a back date? If like the kid, the older kid that had the first birthday, if she wanted something at that time that she's no longer into, can I say like, nope, sorry, I owe you this gift for this period of time. And I send the gift to whatever she like, even if like she's had a scarring memory of this toy. <laughs> so you can do that, but then you also send the receipt. So her mother can take her to return it for cash value. I think she would make beep do it. So basically I put beep to work. I'm, I'm down right. for this. At least he has to like go for do work. a task. Yeah. Although leaving your house is probably a gift. All right. So you think I owe gifts and then you say best friend, have we considered combining? No. So the baby's one and his son's going to be six. So we, and we are two, as much as we're best friends, I'm going to say this as if it's actually different when it's not, he is like uh, a bros bro where it's like, there's always going to be a huge event and his wife's birthday, who's I've known longer than him is also like this week. So like, it's kind of like, it rolls in from daytime party to nighttime party. And I don't uh, want to like crash all that, especially for a one-year-old, right? Like yeah. it, to me, I'd feel like more ashamed. Like I showed up to the party with like, I showed up to show and tell with like uh, a nickel from the coin jar and everybody else is partying. I'm like, well, I have a one-year-old over here if y'all like to come see what this looks like. So I'd rather just like, you know, we'll have our boring birthday parties at this age. And then eventually you just quit caring yeah. about your kids' birthdays. Uh, but so but do you recommend trying to combine them or were you just bringing that up as an option? Because I feel like you would be like, no. Um, I think it's an option only because I went to a combined party last weekend for three girls, three different birthdays, but they are sisters. So yeah. like, yeah, that's the yeah. Birthdays fall. So it was a one-year-olds, a four-year-olds and a 13-year-olds party all in one, but they are sisters. So yeah, but when you, yeah, when you do that, it's like, that's a parent, that's a united decision, right? Like that's, Hey, we're going to do this unless you truly love one of your kids more. Plus to me, that's a, a more efficient way to do it money wise and everything else. Yeah, right? like, just, absolutely. That, uh, when they get older, they'll despise the parents and hate them for it. But until then it's fine. Uh, and, yeah, no, I, it was an option to put out there, but if he, if they do a big, like this is the kid's party and then we roll into the wife party later and it becomes a big, yeah, then nobody's going to care that it's your baby's birthday too. So I think you do your family thing for the baby because he's not going to know who came and who didn't anyway, nor is he going to care. And then you figure out a way to hit up your friend's actual fun party later at nighttime yeah. yeah typically i would do the nighttime we have people coming in town for this one-year-old so i can't yeah. leave my house but yeah typically i'd sneak out and just go party with his wife and i mean party with him and his wife not his wife that would be weird um all right so capo puck welcome to the chat we were talking about two things uh, i'll summarize real quick so i ignored two separate invitations for two separate children of beep I guess that's it. That's the sentence. I worded that weird because something popped up in the chat and threw me off of beep. Uh, 
I'm Ron Burgundy. So yeah, Beep had invited me to his older daughter's birthday uh, six to eight months ago. And I saw the invitation. We didn't realize it was for his kid. We thought it was somebody at school, ignored it because it came to our house. Like, why is this here? Never went. Beep the week before. You may have been there, pocket. Beep asked me on Zoom after a pod. I'll see you Saturday. After that, uh, he invited me again to his two-year-old, I believe two, if I'm wrong, oh well, to his two-year-old's birthday this Saturday. I don't remember if I saw the invitation or not. I assume not. This Saturday, I just so happened to text him ideas of what some content I wanted to do is. Now, Beep hasn't been on the show in like a month. So I just texted him some random ideas of thoughts I had. He says, this has legs on it. Then he says, is this your way of apologizing to me for not coming to my kid's birthday? So both times I found out, well, one time a couple of days before, this time the day of, that I ignored an invitation to his child's birthday. Beep is 15 minutes away from me. So uh, what do I do? And Cap, I guess since you had more time to think about this as Pop can ponder, do I owe any of these kids a gift? Do I owe the parents a gift? Do they really even care? Because Beep moved here from out of state. So I just assume that plus his general personality, he doesn't have a lot of friends around here. So I feel like I should have at least given a gift. But outside of that, my kid has a birthday. What do I do about the kid's birthday? So also, my right, kid and my and best friend. Answer. Quick okay, and easy go. answer for this. How old are the kids again? Uh, the first one I want to say is like four or five, uh, maybe three. I really don't know. The second one I'm positive is two. All right. So like, so, let's say like two to four years old. Okay. So it's a little thing I call birthday licks. So instead of you giving the birthday licks, you will be receiving the birthday licks. And these two kids will get to beat on you for a combined eight minutes. Okay. I think I could do that. Like, cause I would dust a two-year-old, right? Like I can, <laughs> how many two-year-olds I, could you take? But I can't hit back. Right. Cause I would. No, no, no. Me. That's the point okay. of the birthday. Like they just get to stomp you off. Oh, the birthday. Like, yeah. yeah. yeah they, right. But it's the reverse birthday. Lick, Cause they stomping you out for eight minutes. Got it. Oh, so this is like a true stop out there. Not even like it's just a lick where you just like roll up your sleeve and trade licks like back in middle school, high school. This is like, okay. I get jumped by a two-year-old and a four-year-old. I think, Man, normally I would say I take this, but Beep seems like a serial killer. And if those genetics are in this kid, like one of these kids shows up with like a weapon. But you know what? I'll do it. I'm going to propose that to Beep. That his kids are... Would you be weirded out if somebody was like, hey, bro, uh, so instead of getting your kid's birthday, your children can come over here and beat me up for eight minutes. Uh, okay. So also, Pop, yeah, while you're on No, that, no, no. You, should, you could never suggest <laughs> <laughs> Someone else has to suggest it for you. You suggest it, then oh man, that's, that's all the shit. red flags. Hey, that's three red flags all in a row, bro. Uh, all of a sudden, you start missing kids' birthdays on purpose just to have them beat you up. All right, that's super weird. So, what were you saying, Pam? You cut out. I'm sorry. I, oh, sorry. I said I'm gonna text the <laughs> recording and tell him to suggest it. Good. This is and make it up to my family. <laughs> it's a, And then Beep has to have what may be the weirder conversation is going to his wife and being like, we have an idea of how to pay back Flint. <laughs> so the other part, Pac, and... Uh, Hear me Capo, out. Yeah, the other part is my best friend's kid's birthday, again, same weekend, and we basically, for the rest of our lives, have decided that we, we're just not going to go to our kid's birthday. Um, his son, basically a nephew to me, calls me Uncle Frank or Chicken Little, which is weird. 
Uh, so I'll never be able to go to his birthday. He won't come to my kids and we're just going to live our life that way. Is that the way you would do it? Or you try to find a happy medium? Those are the two topics. Pot killed one. Capo, do you want to get in on the beep talk before we transition to full? Yeah. I think you owe those kids like a hundred dollars or something. You got to give them like stock options or something. You, you, you messed it up and then you know, interest and everything. Give them stock know. options and lower after hours. But also, I appreciate the, I, I think you, I also think you have an idea. You can make some money. I think you have something with the the two and four year old age range fight club. Um, you know, just get like a cage or something. Um, get a little bell on the outside, a little or like a, an announcer. You know, you could broadcast. Yeah, it. I no, I think the big flaw there is you have a real hard time convincing the two year old to get up for the fight. Uh, but you know what? It's it's not a bad idea. No, Cocaine that Hey, when if, I was if, a, hey, hey, listen, if you think it's going to be hard for them to get up to the fight, then you don't know how many two-year-olds, especially if they can together, if they're together, they're going to whoop your ass, bro. I'm telling you, like, <laughs> let them bring a cousin or something. I'm telling you, bro. Yeah, you together, I'm with you. I'm just like, imagine a two-year-old going into a four-year-old ring and the two-year-old's probably like, oh, shit, I'm about to get to play with a big kid. And then the big kid <laughs> just starts beating their ass. Oh, I don't know. Some two-year-olds may, may have them hands. Uh, when I was in elementary, we actually used to make each other. Or I, we didn't used to. We, never mind. I won't get into that. That's a weird story. Of a friend. <clears throat> so, all right. So you want us to, you're in with Pac's plan, except you also then want to spin it off into the UFC for children. I guess the C now stands for children in UFC. Yes. Okay. I'm down for that. Do y'all think y'all's kids, how old are y'all's kids? My youngest yeah. is not. Your youngest is not, yeah. So your kids obviously dust my kids, uh, but at like four, your kids dusting Sammy, right? You seen Sammy? My son, all, all of them. My son was undefeated in boxing at like five or six. Oh years old. yeah, well then, like so he yeah, was like six and zero or something. He got like three belts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, trust me, Sammy's gotten three belts too. Joking, I don't spend kids. On podcast, uh, how old is your kid, Kappa? Uh, he'll be 17 in September. Oh, Jesus! All right, yeah. never mind. We should, I was gonna start like a, with obviously not pictures and real names, like a sweet 16 bracket and like just be like, <laughs> whose kids dusting who, but at this, we just don't, we don't have advantages. Uh, I'd put Pam's uh, voodoo child against some of y'all's kids just because there's black magic in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> And I think that, and this is maybe why Pox kids undefeated. I think when you grow up in areas where there's hard winters, I'm like, nah, because like, I don't, if I get tackled in a winter in Texas on turf, I'm like done. So like them hands, nope. If you accidentally fight somebody in the cold, that's why uh, people from uh, cold areas, I try to avoid exchanging hands unless it's uh, (laughs) evenly humid and warm. So, all right, we're not going to fight beef kids. My best friend, do we, or what would you do? When I say my best, I don't really need advice. I guess, what would you do? How would you approach the situation? Like you and legitimately like your best friend. This isn't like, you should wait till they have their back turned. Walk up, you know, try to get a good leg in. I'm talking to my, whoa, baby. Um, That sounds illegal. I was talking about now, what do I do about the situation with, my best friend in the birthday and kids. Were you just talking about me sucker punching somebody from cold areas? <laughs> <laughs> or sucker punching your best friend. So, oh, that you don't, just... so that you're no longer invited to his party and it doesn't matter. 
I do it at his uh, kid's birthday party. I like do the congratulations and then just sneak them instead of the handshake. I just <laughs> be like, no, get your ass to my kid's birthday. Nah, my best friend with my ass. He's swollen. And he's like, he's gotten into all the MMA stuff. He was raised, his dad was like an instructor. So I ain't, ain't doing it. Uh, so that was, was that also your advice? All right. You know what? Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> Pac, what do you, yeah, I don't capo. I'm, I could only do so much to like, try to get you to finish a thought. Oh, I, I couldn't, I was laughing so bad. I started to cry a little bit. I, the imagery was funny in my head. I couldn't even get it all. Up. Sorry. No, you're good. Don't <laughs> now apologizing. You're going to make me seem like I'm actually an asshole by the time this podcast is done for anybody <laughs> listening. Uh, beep cut out all things that make me seem mean when you hear this. Uh, Pot, what do you have for us? I know you got something. Uh, I had a million topics. I seem to have forgotten all of them. It slipped my mind. This, uh, what's happened the last couple of days? Let's talk about it. Oh, you know what? We, we talked about the last couple of days, but first, Pot, now that I hear this, I have something to say to you where I think you got away with a mistake last week that nobody really called you out on, where you called Michelle Tafoya, Michelle Beadle over and over. And I only know this. I listened back because I was like, man, I'm still like upset that Michelle Beadle would go after the show. And I didn't realize somebody, I think it was uh Capo like clarified or maybe Harris that clarified, but they didn't like stop me from continuing to mention Michelle Beadle. Uh, it was edited out, but I know I said it like, and so uh, whoever edited the pod made me look smarter, but you got away with doing the whole, like, you know, all y'all look the same with white women. Maybe I just read the internet wrong, man. Damn, it's a little Stugats and everyone, bro. Don't be so harsh on the brother. Man. Calm down, baby. Calm down. Hey, why is Flim always trying to get me canceled, bro? Indicted or canceled. I'm, I'm after Pac. No, Pac, I think you're the only person from like the true Lauer Caller days that I still enjoy, not name Morgan. Um, no, I, I just thought it was funny because I was like, wait a second. Why was everybody scared to tell the black guy that he said all white? Uh, he didn't say he did the white women are all the same thing. And everybody's like, no, but if, you know, Pam can't come in. No, I'm just kidding. We're not going to do it like references, <laughs> but I'm just joking, Pam. That'd be a weird situation to put you in. But no, I was the only reason I listened back because I rarely listen back to our pods is I was like, man, like I need to hear if I miss something about Michelle Beadle. So moving on. <laughs> What do you say when you said let's talk about the last couple of days? What happened? I don't know. I was asking y'all what happened, and maybe that refreshed my memory on some of the lockets I had. You know oh, what they talk the about on the show? Yeah. Okay, so we started off not talking about this week, but the beef with Stu Gotts being genuinely mad at Dan and Chris really stepping it up. There, are, Capo, you're the like walking memory bank for these things. So anything you have, like let's you know what, Capo, go. I trust you more than myself. Mm. so uh jesus christ yeah worst time to come to me uh how many how much fucking shows have they put out over the last four days i missed four days and i feel like i've missed two weeks okay so you haven't actually heard the show uh well so i skipped thursday and friday and mm -hmm. i listened to monday and then i started today's just a few minutes ago before we got on so i didn't get to hear all of greg i know greg has a back in my day mm -hmm. um, greg does have a back in my day uh, why did you take so long just saying, hmm, trying to oh, think as if you were going to, well, hold on. This is my, hold on. This is my problem. 
I'd be okay if you were trying to think because you just didn't remember, you were driving when you're listening to it. You knew in your head, as soon as I asked you, you have not heard the show in a few days. <laughs> and instead of just saying that, you tried to remember something you have not listened to for a good 15 seconds. I tried, tried to bullshit my way through it. So <laughs> let me see if I can just throw some topics out there that yeah, turn out to be correct. There was, yeah, there was investigating the sky because somebody in baseball yeah. couldn't catch a ball. Well, there was Kylie that, Jenner's fucking horrible. <laughs> Shall I continue? Uh, there was Kylie Jenner's uh, jet. There were oh junk drawers. I thought was a pretty cool topic of what you keep. Junk drawers was great. Yeah. And uh, as far as like newer stuff, I think like honestly, I'm I'm also a little behind just from today. There was oh the Jalen Brown tweet. Oh wait, this is up your alley. Did you not? What what's your opinion on KD Jalen Brown in the pot version? Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want Jalen Brown if I was in Brooklyn. But like they said, you can't really get fair value for KD. You just need picks, bro. So you're gonna have to give me all my picks. And like Dog said, Whittingham said, I'm gonna go after a team. They're really like the Lakers are all a lot of picks, but I'd say New York picks. Like they saying, I wouldn't trade them to New York, but I'd trade them to New York because New York yeah, will fall apart. Them. I'm gonna trade yep. them somewhere where after KD leaves, they just gonna fall apart. And I want to do that. I'd be scared to trade them to Boston because Boston they might whoop your ass. But if I can get the picks and Marcus Smart and Jalen Brown, because I think if they give up Marcus Smart, that's gonna hurt Boston. And so I think they need his defense and his like his leadership because he brings like their toughness. Yeah, I think he's more than his defense, and I don't want to compare him to this defensively because I don't think he's actually as good as Draymond Green. He's that person on the team, though, right? Like, he's the guy that's going to kind of be grimy on the floor. So I don't disagree there. I think more than anything, like, does Boston not know who they're trying to get? Like, how miserable would KD be with fans like Boston fans? Because he's already generally, genuinely over fans in social media. See, Boston this would fans? be the reverse, this would be the reverse play right here. If Utah made a big three team deal and they got KD and then went and got somebody else to bring in with Donovan Mitchell or everybody thinking they're gonna trade Donovan Mitchell. No, I'm gonna take all the picks Minnesota just gave me and go get KD and then take all our picks and go get somebody else. You feel or bring so in I KD love, and Kyrie. So, I love uh, everything about that except that it would make Andrew Streeter happy. Mm-hmm. Or he's from Utah. Uh, he's from Utah. He's a jazz fan. I don't know if he's from, no, I think he's from like one of the Carolinas. He's just a huge jazz fan. And uh, he, the one place you cannot, and let me be clear, I'm, I'm fine with Street. It's the homie. But anybody that's a jazz fan, you need to check their criminal history. Like, that's a fact. You have to check their criminal history if they're a jazz fan. How <laughs> did this? So, all right. So then, but you don't think like Utah fan, well, Utah fans would be great for KD because they don't have anything mean to say, right? Like, they're, some of the nicest soft-spoken people. They might as well be Canada. We should just move Utah to Canada. I don't know if that's true or not. Utah people could be shitty. I know Carl Malone's a bad person. Other than that, I don't think that I've seen anything over the last recent days. Pam, do you recall anything since... Uh, or Wait, wait, wait. Carl Malone is the worst. The worst. All right, Pam, continue. <laughs> he I is second first. That. Good yeah, for I'll you, Yeah, that then. Um, I'm trying to think, uh, no, I'm drawing a blank. I'm behind. Also, I should preface. I've heard Monday. I have not heard today's shows yet. So, um, 
Because I'm having to spend time with my family, which is interfering in my real life, which is talking in chats and listening to podcasts. So. I'm sorry you have to do that. Yeah. This this was one of my ones, though. We should do a Lauer After Hours Family Feud type competition where all the uh, shows break off into groups. And then we all like just figure out a way to do it. You feel me? Yeah, we have I'm glad you brought this up. Yeah, I thought about that when it happened, and then I was like, "Man, I could see them like making Chris the host," and it immediately bothered me. Immediately bothered me because I was like, "No, Mayor should be the host of Family Feud, right?" But Absolutely, it's got to be Mayor. It, and all right, so Pac, if we do Family Feud, let's do it this way. Then let's just have let's do it. Let's be self involved because what else are we gonna do? Pac, who's the top four people you take in Family Feud? Or should oh, we do this trap style? Yeah, oh, wait. Oh, we should doing we do it this by trap our group? Style? Right. No, that's we're what I'm doing it our group. So our group going to go against another group, one of the other oh. shows. We're going to do it like that. So all, all the 20 of us? Group. No, all the show. Yeah, all the shows go against our oh, show. Oh, okay. Show so versus everybody show. Everybody Yeah. Okay. I like this. Uh, I think then it, making Mayor the announcer is even better because it cripples midweek mentions from anybody else that potentially has a sense of humor or understanding of common sense so we'd be robbing them of that are I they we, the show midweek mentions is that a show uh, I, I don't know what they are to be honest they are an idea of a show no i think they are i think there's some uh they're taking breaks for i think valid reasons that may oh, come okay. back to make you look like a jerk when that i was gonna say happens. so i'm an asshole yes, there's personal yes. things i don't know about and i suck well that's not the first time. I've you know what? That. I have no facts to back that up. It's reckless speculation. So I bet they showed up to beat kids' birthday party, though. <laughs> uh, they don't even show up to their own podcast. I doubt it. <laughs> There's so, no way they went somewhere else. Do you think we win that pot? Because I honestly, the only person I'm truly scared of is Jeanette. Like just because of the speed of thinking, it really. I- Yep, bothers was- me in a positive way of how fast she thinks of just anything. But I was going to say, that, yeah. we can't beat her. We can. Yeah, one of us could her. beat the whole rest of that show, but yeah. we can't beat her. Even put think, together, we couldn't take her on. I think one Jeff cancels out at least two Jeanette's, right? As great as Jeanette is. Yeah. Because well, Jeff, and you, Jeff talks so slow, or Aaron, he would I was not say, be. You know, Jeff and Aaron are going to start infighting. So they're going to take their whole team down from the inside. <laughs> is Ed Bob, uh, so Capo just put in the chat that Ed Bob's, is Ed Bob part of uh, the Laughter the Club, or do we not know? Because I would take Ed Bob uh-huh. on. Ed Bob is Laughter the Club now, I believe. Uh, okay. cool. He is Good in the LTC chat, I can confirm. Cool. Because I am still infiltrating the LTC chat, even though I quit a year and a half ago. So, Pac, do you think we win? Also, thank you, Pam. Keep me updated. Mm-hmm. We don't just win. We dominate. I challenge every other show to step up to the plate, come out to the competition, and get your ass whooped, bro. Get your ass. Matter of fact, I might make a phone call and see if I can get my dog Juju the house. <laughs> oh all right you know what uh beep when you hear this post that audio alone just post that audio alone and just tweet it every day until they accept our challenge 
every day I want a tweet from the Lauer After Hours account because it would be, I think there's actually a lot of things we don't do collectively against each other on Zoom that people would watch. If I'm being honest, like we could all come and play like games against each other and people would actually come here to see it. But I'm here for that. Puck, by the way, man, way to bring the passion. I think that, yeah, I think we win, but I do think that like, not not anything to do with this. I have to like say something that I think Dan may have cut on and then just gave up pursuing. Tony absolutely cheated and put this as like the first sentence beep in the headliner. Tony is 10 day Tony cheater. There's absolutely no way he was too calm. He didn't, his voice didn't inflate. And I guarantee you, he had his cell phone on him. They were on YouTube. He went in the room, turned on YouTube live, heard the questions to Juju. There's absolutely no way that Tony, a man who just spent a week and a half in Hawaii just to come back with two horrible lists, guessed Iceland is like, it, it just, it made no yeah. sense. Everything he did, he didn't once even like step on any answer that Juju had. It was too clean. Some, even if he was that good with the final answer, you step on one of those answers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I that agree. actually, do, here, okay, here. so we all think he did. Okay. 10 day Tony is a cheater. It's going to take 45 minutes to get to the reason that's the headline of the podcast. But <laughs> we, like, even, when we even say fraud. Whoa. Wow. No, I think cheater fraud. is like stronger, right? Mm. What was that, Pop? Fraud. Fraud. Fraud? You want fraud? All right. Fraud is a, is a show slang. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. 10 day phony. <gasps> Ooh. <laughs> Love it. Ooh. I'm such an ass. I'm like, I will not. Hey, take I will it a step further, Flims. Take yeah. it a step further. I'm Tell them you'll beat him in a three-point shootout. Tell them you'll beat him in a three-point shootout. I would. Tell it's him. not even close. Right now. Tell him. Tell me. Listen to me. It's not even close. I'm telling you right now. Like, I would say I lead by, I'll beat you by 20%. You want to do 10 shots? I win by two. You want to do 20? I win by four. It doesn't matter. Like, I will absolutely hit more threes than 10 minutes. And I'll take it a step further, 10 day time. I will take it a step further. The next month. Give it to me again. Two, two, 10 day phone. 10 day phone. Give it to me again. First, the lovers have the hours crew. But everybody Give he it. hits a three point shootout. Give it to me. I'm going take a shot. But everybody he Give it to two, me again. Dan got to take a shot. Ah, give it to me. Bring it home. God give it to me. <laughs> Did we lose power? Amazing. Uh, you know, can we do this now? Uh, can we all do the, um, which is funny. I don't know what that beat was called from the rants, but I always relate it back to uh, diplomats. <laughs> right? It was always like one of their intros on the Diplomat mixtapes. Anybody? Yeah. Anyway, I think we should. I was gonna try to say we should say all. You know what I'm talking about, right? The the yeah the rant beat. It's like is that uh, Stu Stu God's give it to me again though? Is that one of his greatest rants ever though, bro? When he was going off like give it to me again. Absolutely. Yeah, he's Stu God's. I think I think people talked about this like two years ago, right before the pandemic, where people thought he was legitimately getting lazy to the point where like, it wasn't even like unpredictable. And man, has he not 
like dude's the last two years has been like prime on fire on it. And honestly, right before the pandemic and Dan's about to basically make you leave the, your life goal of ESPN. He deserved to lay back for a little while. And, mm-hmm. and then he just leave, comes out leave with that one up. show, one show after another. And then you have God bless football, the biggest show in the world, galaxy universe. Like it was the biggest show when they put out that fucking, uh, the, the Thompson top tubble telescope, whatever the fuck that thing was. Um, the, the biggest, you, all you saw was fucking God bless football, biggest show in the universe and the other galaxies. God bless football. Do y'all think they could land Miro? Mm, Miro Lark. I would love for them to land Miro. Who do y'all? Sammy. Hey, Sammy, sweetheart. Sorry, I was yelling. He heard the give it to me. You You go to sleep. All right, good night. I love you. 8.50. I seen something funny the other day. I'm somewhere eating dinner, right? So somebody had brought a baby or whatever, and the baby's sitting there staring at this lady. You know what I mean? She was with her or whatever. We were with her. That was with us. And she like, I'm not about to pick you up. I'm not about to pick you up. And the baby just kept sitting there staring and, like, doing a little baby stuff. Like, ah, ah, it's there. And then I look over, like, two minutes later, and she's sitting there holding the baby. I'm laughing my ass off. Like, he done punked <laughs> He done found, listen, he done found a mark and punked you. Come here. Come pick me up, lady. I know you. <laughs> Little kids always win. They do though. They be punking me, bro. I'll be mad as hell. Like, dog, like grown ups be scared of me. Why y'all ain't scared of me, bro? Y'all should be afraid. Y'all should be terrified, bro. They just be grabbing on me and shit. Except for the kids on their birthday. Bro, I'd have had a strange child like grab my arm walking in public and walk away from their parents and grab my arm, like, what's up, bro? I'm like, dog, look down. Like, bro, what is- uh, you, you do you do travel a lot. Yeah, I'm like, dog, what is this, bro? Like <laughs> <laughs> they can get their damn child, man. <laughs> I mean, hit my kids. Uh, are you past. telling me? Hold on, I can't drive past this. You're telling me on more than one occasion, a random child has approached you and just started grabbing your arm, Bro, and like it's time to go, Dad. A random child, yes. On more than one occasion, a random child has put hands on me where I'm not like I haven't made eye contact with you or nothing. I'm just like sliding past, and the kid like grab hit and like, "What's up, bro?" Like I was, like, hey, dog, you don't see me over here. Like, I'm one of their homies or something. Like, I ain't a grown-up. Oh, hold up. So instead of being endearing or just being even mad at the parents for letting their kid roam, you're straight up at the kid like, you didn't see me? You, <laughs> no, that's what they, that's how they be hitting oh, me. Like, what's okay. up, bro? You ain't see me over here? Like, what's that? Help, help me out with the movie. What's the movie with Will Ferrell? Is, is he a politician and he punches the baby? Election, uh, uh, something day. Petition day, election day. Uh, Oh, no, was that Zach Gilfinakis? Yeah, I don't know. Sorry, man. I ain't got nothing for you. The campaign. The, the campaign. campaign. Yep. I stole that. I didn't know that. I stole it from someone else. <laughs> Around you? Yeah. Thank you. Um, you could say that. Is that Zach Gilfinakis as well? Gilfinakis? Yeah, whatever. I'm not going to try that. Steal their youth. <laughs> Did you just tell that to Pam? <laughs> Like yeah. <laughs> transforms and just <laughs> I'm actually 840 years old, but that and that's why I keep having all these kids is so I can steal their youth from them. 
to stay alive forever. Oh man. And then you gave birth to like the powerful witch child, uh, Mm -hmm. like you've met your, this is it. You're not going to make it to a thousand. Hey, this is this is a great movie, yo. A witch who keeps giving birth to children to keep the powers. But then you give birth to a greater witch that ends up taking all the power. So she had a power young as hell. Yeah, like this is true. Yeah. I'm about to be so rich. This is gonna be like this is gonna be like uh that one movie that all the kids watched back in the early 2000s. (laughs) I forgot. Oh, that that one. Yeah, and the one with the werewolves or something. What's it called? Twilight. Twilight. Yeah, Film see, movie. I wanted to say The Witcher, but I knew that was something that just keep popping up on Netflix. Uh. <laughs> I was hoping that we were going to keep yelling movies that had nothing to do with that plot. And just like... <laughs> Ghostbusters! Yeah, yeah Indiana exactly. Jones! Like Sandlot. It's, yeah. Listen, pal, we about to get rich. I'm going to make like seven of these, yo. Let's go. Hour after hour movie productions. Beep, how good is your editing really, bro? We about to find <laughs> out. We about to find out because we're all going to retire on the story of the Placey girls overtaking the the who thought she was going to be the leader of the witches and then the student surpasses the master or whatever. Well said. The Placey girls. Yeah. That's not a bad title. <laughs> Not a bad title. Oh, the misplaced, the misplaced girl, something like. Oh, yes. Well, it's a uh, speaking at eight forty-four. It's ten minutes past that. Find out next week how good Beep really is at editing. <laughs> See if he can turn this into something coherent. Hey, tell the other like Laura no after hearing. our cruise, don't duck no smoke. Don't be a coward. Stand up like a man or a woman or. Whatever else y'all doing nowadays, but uh, boss up, bro. Yeah, Come get the smoke. Because you can't article. you can't have midweek mentions without being mid. Oh, the smoke is definitely mid. The smoke is definitely mid. Especially you, Jeff. Mid still sells. I will call it back here our boogie. If mid didn't time. sell, we wouldn't still have a podcast. Think so. <laughs> I found a Greg Cody article. Thanks for listening to this episode of Lauer After Hours. You can always reach us on Twitter at Lauer After Hours or Instagram at Lauer After Hours. We're available wherever you get podcasts, so don't forget to download, subscribe, review, and rate five stars.